Blog Talk Radio. Ray and Tay today. Yes, Sports Radio's on, talking sports with friends, and you know we got it on from the NFL to the NBA, MLB and college hoops do it all day, college football, we know who's number one, understand, on the phones, you know we get it done, so call in 718-664-9098 and we'll give you more. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show, our first of 2017. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray, Tall Ray Sock. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor, and Happy New Year. Uh, it's a good good time in sports. Hashtag Pink Monday instead of Black Monday, Ray and Tay. We had to rename it. Give us a call, 718-664-9098. Like always, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, RayandTayToday.com. A lot of good stuff. We try to give you some good content. Ray, so much to talk about. We'll get to the college football, the semis, and the you know the big six games. We even got one to predict and the Black Monday. But we got to start first. The NFL playoffs are set. The Packers took care of business last night, which is Ray's Super Bowl pick. We'll get into that for a minute. And I just want to ask you, who do you think going in with the 12 teams AFC, NFC, which two teams have the hottest hand going into the playoffs? Well, I think that's pretty easy. I mean, you look at, by record, the Steelers and the Packers are the hottest teams right now. They ran the table. Like Aaron Aaron Rodgers said, I run the table. Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> should have said the same thing. Maybe he would he'd get a few more MVP votes. Uh, but... <laughs> Tomlin did a good job in resting Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, and Roethlisberger because all of those guys in the last four or five years have been banged up. So right now – And still got Steelers, the W. And still got the W. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, whatever. Didn't make a difference. But, you know, it's, not, it's always nice to get the W as opposed to not getting W. The difference here, though, is that the Packers are going to have to call on some magic – and find a way to play up to Aaron Rodgers' level. I mean, I feel like Pittsburgh can be a little bit more, you know, confident in their matchup, for their first matchup, obviously, against Miami, but even even going forward that they're explosive enough and they have weapons on both sides of the ball. The Packers have to find a way to elevate and consistently play at the level that Aaron Rodgers, who – may just win himself another MVP. And I got some thoughts on that in a sec about Aaron Rodgers and, and what that would mean in terms of his position in terms of quarterbacks of all time. But, yeah, Packers Packers, and Packers and Steelers are the teams you don't want to play right now. I would definitely have to agree. Um, look, so just to sort of set the table, uh, it starts off basically – ESPN Saturday, you've got the rematch of Monday Night Football in Mexico City. The Raiders at the Texans. We're not sure if it's going to be – it looks like it's going to be Cook against Savage, which is uh, – and obviously Friday we'll make our picks, but that's right there, pretty depressing, probably for both teams. Texans, you know, come in with the number one defense. Then you have Saturday night NBC, Detroit against Seattle, and uh, that was an interesting game last year on Monday night with the whole football out of the end zone. Then Sunday, 
you start off with the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Miami Dolphins, and then Fox basically gets, you know, the Green Bay Giants, Giants going into Green Bay and Lambeau Field. I got to ask you this. Are, are you dis, would you be disappointed if you're a Redskins fan today, and are you kind of frustrated that, okay, yes, I got to pay Kirk, but then that means I'm losing Garcon and Jackson or one of them, and then my defense won't get any better. Like, where, where do you think a Redskins fan stands and losing a game that they probably should have won when the Giants weren't, you know, going all 110% out? The Redskins should be very, very disappointed. The tie and now the loss at the end of the season really cost them, and there's no reason the Giants beat you in that game. That game means nothing to the Giants. The Giants were just trying to get fine-tuned for the playoffs, and good for Ben McAdoo for doing that because he probably took some pointers from the 2007 season. Remember when the Patriots and the Giants played, and the Giants played the Patriots really, really well, and everybody said, oh, yeah, but it's the last game of the season. Well, you know what? That momentum, the Giants won those three road games and then beat the Patriots again. So good for the Giants, terrible for the for the Redskins. That, that, that's a big loss. It's a really yeah. big loss, especially if you consider the Cowboys look to be young with Prescott and Elliott. Even the Eagles found themselves their starting quarterback in Carson Wentz, and the Giants seem to be humming. So if you're the Redskins, you know, making the playoffs is not going to be that easy. Uh, you got to figure forward, right? Going forward, yeah, you got to figure it's going to be tough. So this was your year; you had to make the playoffs this year. Very disappointed if I'm a Redskins fan this morning. And I would say on the other side, I'll say a little something for Tampa. I'd be very encouraged. They won that last game against the Panthers. Yeah, they you know had a shot at the playoffs, and they you know didn't win maybe some games that they could have. But at the end of the day, they beat Denver, Seattle, Kansas City. A heck of a season by Tampa Bay, who no one predicted they would you know, finish how they did, that they would even be in the running for the playoffs. And I think Winston and Mariota and the Titans as well, you know, he's got to get healthy. But I think these quarterbacks are turning the corner and this, both of these organizations seem to be headed in the right way and built the right way. I think Tampa still can work on the offensive line a little bit more. But let's get into the coaches, man. I want to ask you the six jobs. So we, we knew about the Rams, Jaguars, and Bills. And then last night, the Chargers and the Niners, who get rid of the GM, Trent Bulky, as well as Chip Kelly. And then, you know, our our guy, Kubiak, steps down due to health reasons for the Broncos. Six jobs. Doesn't look like Bears or Colts or Jets are coming available. Probably none of them. Um, and you never know what happens with the playoff team if they feel disappointed, like, you know, Caldwell with the Lions, if they, you know, get bumped real quick. But I want to ask you, with the six jobs on the table, if you were a candidate, where would you want to go? What's the best job? Well, you got to ask yourself a couple questions. One, is Jared Goff the answer? Because then you got to figure playing in L.A. with that stadium and Jared Goff as your anchor quarterback and a defense and Todd Gurley, that's very interesting. But i got to say, short of knowing that, you got to look at Denver. you got to say yeah. – 
this team was in the Super Bowl last year, even a quote-unquote bad season, and they are a smidge away from the playoffs, and that's with a rookie seventh-round quarterback from Northwestern named Trevor Simeon. So if you're able to land a Tony Romo. Well, he's not a rookie, but it's first-year playing. First-year playing. First-year playing, right, correct. Yeah. I mean, essentially a rookie because, you know, Yeah, no he didn't play last but, you know, if you can get yourself a Tony Romo uh, or, or some other free agent and plug him in, now it's not that easy, right? Manning made it look really easy three straight years, three straight, you know, Super Bowl contending years. I got I to gotta love that Broncos D. So I, yeah, I think no, Broncos number you're, one, you're totally the Rams right. quite potentially number two, depending. You got to answer some questions. And then the rest are a drop-off. But you know what? This isn't a bad batch of teams. This isn't, you know, the Jets, the Browns, uh, you know, and some other teams. Right. The Niners, well, the Niners are there too. But some of the some of the Niners are, are interesting. not bad. No, no, no you're right. Because most, I think most Niners is a five-year, have... ten-year plan. You, you know, you need to be like Mike Tomlin if you want to go to the Niners. You know, a, a, a mid-30-year-old coach who's willing to put in the – the plan. Now, obviously, Tomlin inherited a better team than that, but I'm just saying you need to be that kind of guy with the five-year plan for San Francisco. It's going to take a long time to turn it around. No, no, you're totally right. And and Jaguars and Chargers have quarterbacks. Look, the Chargers had the most in the NFL, 26 guys on IR. That's unheard of. And I think what they need to do is really work on their medical staff and strength and coach, you know, and strength and conditioning to keep guys on the field. But the Chargers with Joey Bosa and Gordon and, and, and you know, Allen, if he can stay healthy and Woodhead, they've got a ton of pieces. So, you know, the Chargers are actually not that bad. A little uncertainty. Uh, they have to January 15th to decide to go to L.A., but, you know, the Spanos philosophy is definitely not to be renters. They'd rather have their own stadium coming from, you know, Alex Spanos. I don't know what John Spanos is going to do. It'll be fascinating, and we'll learn soon what happens there. I think with the Niners, and you know I've been banging on the table for this guy, whether it would be with the Colts or Green Bay, but obviously definitely if it's right there in San Francisco, is – our guy, friends of the show, Coach David Shaw, because, Ray, he doesn't have to move, and he's got a family and kids, and they don't have to go anywhere to go from Stanford to the 49ers, and I think it's a natural, perfect fit. It'll just be fascinating if they go after him, because some of the rumors are that, you know, they're going after Josh McDaniels, and some people are liking the, you know, um, the guy from the Redskins, Sean uh what is his name, Vale or whatever, I guess he's the defensive coordinator, then yeah. people are obviously talking well, about David Joseph. Shaw. He's a totally different guy, but they did David Shaw in Jim Harbaugh, right? He was at San Diego State, then he was at Stanford, and then he was recruited by the Niners. And David Shaw worked for him, and then David Shaw took well, over. Jim's a little bit more honorary, though. Jim is hard to so work with. Sure. Sure. I think David is, you know, NFL pedigree, and I think – he would be – I think he'd be perfect because I think he's just sort of streamlined, about the work, professional, kind of like, you know, really mutable personality, can get along with everybody. And I think he's the local guy. So everybody knows him. The media knows him. You know, I feel like there would be a comfort level that you would have. Quick thought, what what happens to Chip Kelly? Because I don't think Tim Kelly or Rex Ryan get NFL jobs again. 
And I don't know if there's a college job left for Chip Kelly. Does he just take a year off and count his money? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's not going to happen this year. And it was I'm amazed that he didn't have to sit out a year last year. He got fired by the Eagles and then quick, fast, and in a hurry found himself in San Francisco. Now, at the same time, I don't think he was given a chance because his philosophy and his system is so different than the traditional NFL that giving him one year is unfair. But I totally get the Niners wanting to clean house. Trent Baalke and all of his, you know, sort of what's left over has to go. Oh, he was a mess. So, yeah, he, unfortunately, he was Kelly Kelly is in that. Now, Kelly, you know, you know what you just said, and something popped into my head. How crazy would this be if both of these guys checked their egos and got together? So Chip Kelly and Rex Ryan sold themselves as a package. <laughs> Chip, <laughs> the boy genius on offense. And sexy, Chip Ryan, <laughs> the boy genius on defense. Sold but I don't himself. think he is the boy genius on offense, Ray. I don't think it's proven out that it can work because guess what? His defense is always on the Stop. field because he's always well, last true. in time and possession. So I, I just I don't think true. that he's I don't think the NFL no one's going to give him another chance. I I would be shocked. I, I'm Did interested where the college? Jaguars go. Yeah, I think he's going to go back to college after a year. Um, it's a shame that it's too late, though, right, because he might have gone back to Oregon, might have got, uh, you know, another job. Who knows, Texas. I mean, you just never know. But um, Jacksonville's fascinating because I like the young defense, and I think Blake Bortles is fixable, more so fixable probably than Jared Goff. I mean, at least you've seen Bortles throw for, you know, over 4,000 yards and stuff like that. I want to throw this at you, man. It's kind of fascinating, Ray. Just give me your thoughts, and we could start to talk about Aaron Rodgers and MVP. But so Aaron Rodgers, for the first time in his career, leads the league in touchdowns with 40. Brady had the best ratio, I guess, 28 and 2, kind of like yeah, Nick Foles, 27 amazing. and 2. That's a Right. We'll, we'll get to that. Wait, wait. So let me throw this at you. So Drew Brees led in uh, passing with 5-208. Um, Elliott leads in, in rushing and didn't play, you know, with over 1,600 yards. Receiving receptions was Fitzgerald, but T.Y. Hilton with yards. Um, and Antonio Brown didn't really play, so he, he would have probably been now Fitzgerald. Your interceptor, in an interception guy, Casey Hayward. Who I think I believe he's a rookie from the Chargers with seven. That was amazing. And then um, Vic Beasley with the sacks, 15 and a half, came back and got Be one easy. in the game. Was a little banged up. I think the Falcons are, are, are deep and dangerous. And then Bobby Wagner with 167 tackles. Next was 149, Zach Brown. So in terms of all these guys, that are, just the winners that I mentioned, do any of them to you – actually come home with hardware. So defensively, does a Hayward or um, Wagner or Vic Beasley get defensive player of the year, or do you think it's going to be Von Miller or Khalil Mack? Wow. I have to say that Von Miller's the best of all of those players. So the question is, did he have the best season? 
And for the first half of the season, maybe he did. But I think Khalil Mack, over the course of 16 games, made his imprint because the drop-off between Khalil Mack and the rest of his teammates was bigger than the drop-off between Von Miller and the rest of his teammates, right? Von Miller might have the best two corners in the league. Now, he lost Danny right, Trevathan. Right. He lost, uh, you know, some size up front. But he still has some talent around him. I just think Khalil Mack turned what would have been a bad defense into a decent defense, and it was almost all on his shoulders. So I like I like Khalil Mack. No, that's a, that's a fair point. And, and he had Bruce Irvin who, who helped, but not the greatest defensive line or secondary. I think the Raiders' defense is in flux. And then offensively, um, you know, just fascinating. Could you? I mean, obviously Breeze isn't going to win anything. Matt Ryan was second though, with forty nine hundred and forty four yards. Could you see the MVP being Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Brady, Ezekiel Elliott? Obviously not T.Y. Hilton. <clears throat> I tell you what, this is a year that I would be so comfortable with five people winning this award. Yeah, definitely. Both the Dallas guys and the three quarterbacks, Rodgers, Ryan, and Brady. You could make the it, – it's funny because all of them might cancel each other out and, like, Khalil Mack could win the MVP. <laughs> it won't happen, but – you know Well, you I mean? know, Derek Carr is still going to get a ton of votes because he played so well – you know, right before he so got hurt. So even better, six. People, yeah. I mean, if Derek Carr didn't get hurt, I would have put him in there, and he'd be six, and I'd be yeah. happy with Derek Carr winning the MVP the season that they had. And then if they had won the last game, even better. You know, they would have been the number two seed. But you could really make the argument for all of these guys. And, and what will be interesting will be the voting, because they don't do it baseball style where you do first, second, third, fourth, fifth ballot. But this right, is the year where sure. they should. Because yeah. the winner. Because if there's 50 votes, it could be like 10, 10, 10. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. It could absolutely. Be, yeah. And this let's not forget be... Le'Veon. I bet Le'Veon gets a couple of votes. I can't and give it to Le'Veon Bell because uh, he missed four games. He missed the first three and he, he missed, set up. He the missed fourth. three. He missed three and Brady's going to get a bunch and he missed four. No, but he sat out the fourth game too. So. You know, he said out the last game, Le'Veon Bell. Now, granted, well, yeah. is Le'Veon Bell but the Brady most valuable him. player potentially in the league? Absolutely. But I, I can't in, – in a year where it's hey, so – Hey, if Brady cold, gets votes, if Brady well, gets votes, I, so and, does and that's Le'Veon. why i, I got to yeah. eliminate Brady. You're drawing straws. You're drawing straws. And 28-2 is unbelievable. But remember what we said. The best ability is availability. And so in a 16-game season, if it's that close and you missed four of the 16, I can't give it to Le'Veon Bell and I can't give it to Tom Brady. you got to be on the field. you got to be right, on the I'll field. I'll tell you this. Honestly, if I had a vote, and I'm being fair, I think the Cowboys' vote gets split because I think that either one of those guys could be Rookie of the Year and they'll be close in MVP. I would say Dak is the Rookie of the Year because he's fourth round and Ezekiel will be close to MVP. And I think it's between Rodgers and Ryan. And I have to go with Ryan because of the fact Julio missed three games, Sanu missed two games. You had, you know him throwing to all different types of receivers. He threw touchdowns this year to 13 different guys. Matt Ryan, uh, 
who's been disrespected by me and many others, and deservedly so. He's had some really bad seasons like Eli Manning, interceptions, afraid of pressure. Ray, he stepped up this year. Yeah, no, hold on, we got a caller. I want to talk a little bit about the MVP, race, college, pro football, basketball. Hello, Cole, you're on the air with Ray and Tay. Hey, what's going on, fellas? This is Bryce calling from Brooklyn. Bryce from Brooklyn, what's going on, man? How are you? What's going on? Going on. Going on. Um, I'm doing well. Doing well. First, let me admit, big time Pittsburgh Steelers fan here. Okay. Oh yeah, tail like that. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> back. Welcome back. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, my MVP of this season after 16 games, Aaron Rodgers. Um, I, I think, argue. I think what he's brought his team, what he's been able to do to bring that team back. Look, that team is a good team. It's not a great team. Um, and they might go down to the Giants this weekend because the Giants are playing defense like they were playing defense back in, you know, back in the day. Um, but Aaron Rodgers, I think, without Aaron Rodgers, that team is probably a lottery team, top ten. So I think he's the MVP. That's, you know what, that's fair. I got to say, you, you bring up a huge point that's well taken that all the other guys, so uh, we'll take all the other teams, Dallas, Atlanta, uh, who else did we say? New England. These are all elite teams. And the Green Bay Packers needed a six-game winning streak, a miraculous run, and a, and a quarterback to bang on his chest to just make the, make the dance. So if, if you measure valuable by, you know, is your team terrible and you made the team really good and make the playoffs, put one, put one in Aaron, Aaron Rodgers' cap. I'll give you that one. Hey, I'm sorry, I cut you no, off. Definitely, definitely no. Not just that. I think also he protected their defense almost the same way Ezekiel Elliott protected the Cowboys' defense. Aaron Rodgers and Ty Montgomery, right? We all got to give this guy credit, deciding to go from receiver to running back and stepping up and being amazing. But Aaron Rodgers, his level of play the last six weeks, it was – probably at an all-time high. Nobody runs, moves the chains, throws on the run, throws bombs, throws out patterns, everything, the timing, the passes. It, it's, it's beautiful to see. I guess my question is, do they have, and I, and I want to ask you this, Bryce, both of these things, do, could they get by the Giants? Because we know the Giants' defense is good, but I just, you don't know what you're going to get from Eli week to week. And, and I think Aaron Rodgers you know, he could go on a run that, you know, takes him to uh, Jerry's world and, and, and battle with those guys. And then, Bryce, what do you think about the Steelers? Because I think only the Steelers and Chiefs have a real shot of knocking down the Patriots. Give me your thoughts on, on the Packers and the Steelers. Well, first and foremost, let's go to what you said about the New York Giants. You're right. Their offensive line is is a shaky unit to me. But – I like this Paul Perkins guy. I think he needs to start over Rashad oh, yeah. Jennings. Oh, yeah. And if they Definitely. give this guy the football, I don't trust the Green Bay defense. I think it's an okay defense. But I think the giant offense, the Green Bay defense is an offense that they can do some things with. They still got a very good receiving core. And it's still Eli in the playoffs. And you put you, – Eli, Eli, you know, Eli is elite in the playoffs. me. He will elevate his game. That's not. I don't know if that's a good matchup for the Packers, because when you when you have Eli that can elevate his game, 
and you've got a defense with those safeties the Giants got. Safeties are very underrated in the league. When you've got two good safeties, you can do a lot with your defense. And they're able with Landon Collins, they're able to do a lot with that defense. They've already gone into Lambeau before and done it. Eli has the moxie to do it. Spagnolia has the moxie as a defensive coach to do it. Right. Look out. Um, I think that's going to be tough. Now, in terms of Pittsburgh, I like what Pittsburgh can do. Got to continue to get healthy. Get Ladarius Green back, tight end. Get to it back yeah. on the defensive line. You're going to need him for Miami because they're a ground and pound game. But when you look over on that offensive line, that offensive line is trending to elite now. And they can line up and run the football on anyone. If you can run the football for 6.1 a clip against the Baltimore Ravens, you can run it on anyone. Ravens yeah. still run defense as elite. Pittsburgh can run the football on anyone. I expect them to come out in that offensive line to take over a football game, and they can take that anywhere, including going to New England and win. So you're saying there's a Are chance you? that we can have I a think you're right, 45 but... rematch between the Packers oh, and the Steelers. Steelers. <laughs> I'd like to – I tell you what, it could, but I don't know if the Packers get by those New York Giants, man. It's yeah, gonna, it's, no, it's, you it's, might it's be right. I mean, elite. If it's Eli, forget what you know about the regular season. He he can elevate his play, and he's got Cruz as a, just a, a a short possession guy, and he's got two dynamic outside guys that can give your defense fits. Bryce, are you concerned about our Steelers in Kansas City? You know, I think you have to only because they're very. You know, in, in, the NBA is a players' league, but the NFL is a coaches' league, and. And Kansas City's very well coached. They they are Andy Reid has got that team yep. ready to play. You have to what you want to do is you want to get up on the Chiefs and make Andy Reid have to manage the clock. This is where he struggles. Yes. Tomlin struggles with <laughs> yep. this too. But this is where Andy Reid becomes Andy Reid. So if if Pittsburgh can go into Kansas City, get the lead. Now we're talking. Because right. and then you force Alex Smith's hand. Yeah, you yeah. force Alex Smith's hand to try to come back. And also, hey, give Reed credit. He just passed legendary Hall of Fame coach Bill Parcells and, and wins. So that's impressive. But you're right. My only concern about the Chiefs is they, you know, I don't know if Spencer Ware will be back. They have West, But I think with Kelsey and, you know, if Macklin's healthy and now Tariq Hill, who everybody wants next year for fantasy football, our Steelers secondary, Artie Burns and, and Sean Davis, who went to my school, Yo Terps, Maryland, they're kind of young, and that's where the Steelers, you know, have some issues. So, and Arrow listen, has a I, tough I, place to play. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely, Arrow has but, a tough place to play, but I'm not worried about – I'm actually not as worried about our secondary. They're rookies, but in terms of talent, oh, Pittsburgh's upgraded that secondary. Those guys are tough to beat. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. I, I'm, ready, I'm ready to go bang heads against the Patriots. I'm just – you know, disgusted that Michael Floyd is allowed to play with them and, and, and help them, you know, to potentially have uh, a tall threat, you know, especially down by the uh, red zone. So, but had a great we'll game see what the too. league. But I'm focused on the, the I'm, I'm focused on the get back with the Miami Dolphins. Hey, because yes, I tell you what, I don't care what happens. There ain't going to be no coming to Heinz Field and rush for no 200 yards. That ain't going to happen. Exactly. And also, Jay I don't think they're going to have you the, to say their punty. Shut down? Jay's not going to run for a two, two bills on you? No way. Uh, we're no. Down, that man. ain't going to. Mike Tomlin will run on the field himself before that happens. At <laughs> <laughs> he did that right. against the Ravens about four or five years ago. Remember that? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Fellas, awesome, I'm, awesome. Even, even, if, even if the Dolphins win, they ain't winning with no 200 yards rushing. That ain't going 
Amen. Well, not in the well, playoff Bryce, game listen, in January at Heinz Field. You're right. Thanks so much, and uh, maybe, you know, call back Friday. We'll be on, and uh, maybe you can make all your playoff picks with us and have predictions. We'll get ready to end the show with some college football talk. So thanks for calling, Bryce. Happy Happy New Year, man. Great call. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Take thanks. care. All right. Happy New Year. Take care. So that's awesome. Let's talk about it, Ray. Look, it's Bama and Clemson, the rematch, how they got there. What what impressed you the most about both of them and, and the dominance? I mean, obviously both Scarborough, but no one thought Ohio State would be shut out. Give me a quick thought on, on those two two games. So Clemson's talent. You look at that, and you always knew that Urban Meyer has talent and athletes, and they're really reshaping the Big Ten along with Jim Harbaugh, and they were just out talented. They did. They did to Ohio State what Ohio State does to other people. They rolled off the bus, and they were just better, and they were more talented, and they just outplayed you at every position. So They need a new quarterback thing. next year. I don't know who it is for Ohio State because J.T. Barrett's done, and I, I told you, I just thought he was overrated, and, and Clemson so proved that was, it to and be right. It, with Alabama, it was just business as usual. You know what I mean? Ooh. And, frankly, Washington played very well in the first half to keep yes. close. But and Bama didn't have a good game. All those Kiffin, offensive penalties, Ray. I was well, amazed. Lane Kiffin got fired after the game, essentially. I know. Uh, I don't I know, know if he checked know. out recruiting for Florida Atlantic already. But Steve Sarkeesian will be there. Maybe there'll be a little bit of a hiccup. But I think I think Saban will, will write the ship. But uh, we'll, we'll, well get Saban said later. it was a mutual. They mutually agree. But I think Saban was it's like, look, no you got to be Saban coaching. You can't them. be. You can't be talking, you know, about recruits right now. I need you to coach the offense. But I like Sark being there. Um, some of these other New Year Six, I'm sure you and I were both shocked about LSU spanking Louisville. Florida yeah, State edged Michigan. Yeah, Florida State edged Michigan and turned out to be a slow start game and then became a classic, man. Michigan balled out. Florida State, Dalvin Cook balled out. Today, Ray, were you surprised how Florida blew out Iowa? Yeah, you know, Florida's one of those teams that you and I were both down on for a long yeah. time, and they, they, they came out and played well. And this Iowa team, you know, they, they were the team that beat Michigan, right? So you think figured that they would rise up. And, and uh, interesting, you know what else? Crazy is Penn State putting up 42 on USC as we speak. You know what? It went from 27 to – it was 27-21, and then Penn State just went crazy, 42-27. I'm really surprised about that, Ray, because, you know, we were just talking about it. Sam Darnold is a stud and USC all the talent, but, boy, this makes Penn, this makes, uh, Penn State, their alum, and everybody feel like, hey, we should have been the fourth team or we should have been over Ohio State, and we should have been in there. And, boy, they have a good argument right now if they defeat USC like this, right? They really do. <laughs> they really, yeah, 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 to beat Ohio and then State Wisconsin, and USC like that. Yeah, Wisconsin took care of Western Michigan, but closer than people thought, 24-16. I think it was an eight-point spread. So Western Michigan showed themselves to be pretty, them. pretty competitive. I was happy, yeah, good. You're right. It's definitely good for them. And then we got to pick tonight's game, right? Auburn, Oklahoma, 14 against 7. I'll let you crack it at first. What do you think and what do you got? You know what I think and you know what I got? Oklahoma Sooners 
and it's all about the Sooners. They started out slowly. They had a brutal first <laughs> couple games, lost, got themselves out of the national championship picture. But you know what? Their big three of Mayfield, Mixon, and Westbrook can play with anybody. And Baker Mayfield's got the experience. Now, I know you like White in Auburn, but I think Sean White gets outplayed by Baker Mayfield. Oklahoma, to me, is one of those teams, and Bob Stoops has the experience. They always play well when they are the underdog. Where they get in trouble is when they're 5-0, and 6-0, and where they're expected. Mm-hmm. Now, I think they're a slight favorite to win the game, but my point yeah, is that yeah. people wrote them off for the national championship, right? It's not one of those years where they're a, a top three, top four program. So they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. This kid... Baker Mayfield is the real deal. I think he can put up some points, and even though Auburn's got that SEC toughness and SEC readiness about them, and I should have known that with LSU, I'm going to say Oklahoma, even playing in a relatively soft Big 12, soft from a you know from a defensive perspective, I still think Oklahoma can put up enough points and they'll win in a shootout. I'll say 31-29. You know, I don't really like this Auburn team. I mean, for me, my guy, you know, in the SEC is uh, Austin Allen. But White, to me, nah, only nine touchdowns. Now, you got to respect Petway in terms of his running over 1,100 yards and, you know, a bunch of seven touchdowns, all that. But you said it, man. It's not just mixing. It's P. Ryan. You're talking Westbrook, who had 16 touchdowns. Baker Mayfield, I mean, 38 touchdowns. The country might a little... find this kid P. Ryan very interesting. Yeah, I think they're really – they – it was just too much too soon. I think the Houston, they needed a breather between the Houston-Ohio State game. Like, they needed that to be one week one and week four, not week one and week two. Just too much. 38 touchdowns, only nine intercepts, eight interceptions. I like Baker Mayfield. I think, is he only a junior? Is he coming back next year? Yes, not I think he's sure. a registered junior. Yeah, so I think we might get a chance to see him again. I don't think he's going to he go to the NFL. And, um, yeah, you're right, yeah, Junior. So I, I think, you know, this kid's really talented. Surprised he's only six one. He seems like he plays bigger, Austin kid. But um, I'm going to kind of agree with you, but I, I think Oklahoma just, yeah, they wind up – it will be slow. The defense will be tough in the beginning. And, you know, Auburn will keep it close, maybe only like 17-10 at halftime. But then I think Oklahoma gets it together and they pull away. I think they wind up winning um, – I'll say 30 to 20 because Auburn will Auburn will be able to run. So I'll say 30 20. Oklahoma finishes out the bowl games, and obviously next Monday we will predict the championship for college basketball. Coach K Wednesday is last game. He'll be out for a month with surgery. Serena Williams gets engaged. I hear the rumors of Drake and J Lo. Anything else going on, Ray? <laughs> Uh, no, the Hollywood, the Hollywood sign being taken over in L.A. Yeah, Hollywood. <laughs> Wait, what about Ronda Rousey? We both were wrong on that. Ah, oh, you know what? Embarrassing. She's done. She, you know, and and the funny thing is, she was all hyped up, and she was like nine and zero or eight and zero. It wasn't like it was a sample size that was that big. So wow, maybe her Nunez days are behind played. her. She'll go do some movies, and, and that's it. <laughs> I don't know if she'll be able to do the same thing because she won't have that draw anymore. Do you know what I mean? 
It's not like she's an actress, unless they want her to be the female action figure. But I, I don't know. I think Why she not? might have she lost a Jennifer little bit. Garner. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Like Alias. Uh, that, that's uh, a. <laughs> That's pretty fascinating. I was just blown away. But I got to say this, man. James Harden, Ray, you, you called about the Rockets right now, the third seed. But New Year, what was it, uh, New Year's Eve, he dropped 53, 17, and 16, the greatest triple-double probably in I don't know how many years. That was crazy, Ray. That was – you know what? on the Knicks. Because his team is going to have a better record than Oklahoma City, he's got yeah. a valid standing for MVP. Even though Restbrook's going to have better numbers slightly, slightly. Uh, Harden's going to say, "Look, my, my impact is just as much, if not more, on my team." So this is going to be a, a two-man MVP race, and it's going to be like you know what it's going to be like: Trout and Cabrera, or even uh, Sosa and Maguire, where Maguire wins the, home, the 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 you know the home run title and Sosa wins the MVP. Or like a Trout and Cabrera, where where, where Trout yeah. is, is basically like the man, but because Cabrera wins the Triple Crown, how can you not give it to him? I think you're right. I, I'm just it's going to be fascinating, and um, you know it should be good. So everybody enjoy Oklahoma Auburn. Have a great sports week and Friday. Ooh, we will be talking NFL with some predictions and and get to a little NBA. Maybe we'll have some coaches being hired by then should should be interesting and tomorrow night's the gold medal uh gold jacket finalist so we'll get to the final 15 for the nfl 2017 hall of fame so that should be interesting interesting oh we got to give uh well, props to mathis and, and steve smith retiring great careers and uh we'll we'll talk about what we think about those gentlemen too you know so Five have a great sports sure. week Have a great sports week. We'll see you. We are out. Peace.